everybody today is sunday october no way november the 10th i can't even think today um 2019 i am standing in our very warm and cozy kitchen um, i may sit down but actually sometimes i find standing up a lot more i speak with more confidence so I promised you a couple of days ago a little something about speaking in tongues. Again, if you're not the Christian type and what you're thinking, what I'm talking about is mumbo jumbo, that's okay, you're welcome to skip it. However, a uh, shout out to the lovely Hannah who uh, spoke to me today on In Church and she found my stillness podcast really helpful. So if I don't share what's on my heart, it will not help anybody but if it helps one person even if somebody else thinks it's a complete gobbledygook that's okay i can handle it so tongues okay this is funny so i i think i want to talk about what it is first um and the myths behind it what it is not or what it doesn't mean my first encounter with tongues and how i started praying in tongues and and my kind of up and down with the whole thing and how i recently have become to have come to absolutely love it and then just a few ideas and applications in the end um i'm not an expert i am still on the journey i'm not a pastor i'm not a leader i'm just me and i am exploring it's a subject that has been up and down in my mind for quite a while because i'm a very logical person i grew up very analytical my family were atheists and you know i'm still discovering the the logic of the kingdom of god so really bear with me and i'm going to try and explain things as good as i can so let's get in there so tongues are in greek i think it's glossolalia um the bible is fully for it um although people don't think it is um Tongues is one of the many spiritual gifts. In fact, in our church this morning, we only had a really we all, we, we just had a good, a really good sermon about um, the, the gifts of the spirit and tongues and prophecy were highlighted because they are highlighted in one of the chapters of the Bible in one Corinthians fifteen. So tongues then is is one of the gifts that can be extremely confusing. And it's also very controversial, which is why I'm like slightly nervous about talking about it. But it doesn't mean I don't want to do it. So, um, <laughs> I think peop- there's a lot of Christians who think the spiritual gifts, especially tongues, kind of died out when Jesus, when the last disciple died. There's others who think, well, actually, tongues simply t- talks about the, you know, God supernaturally giving you the ability to speak the language of another person that you naturally don't know. So, for example, if I'm praying for somebody, I suddenly get the ability of speaking Spanish because they're Spanish or something. That can happen, but it's not the only thing that tongues is. Um, part one of the uh, one Corinthians thirteen wonders if I speak in tongues of men and angels. So really, that you know we can have a tongue that it belongs to another. 
I don't know, nation, language, but we can also, God may also give us the tongue of angels. So it's not just that. Um, um, some people think, as I said already, that th- th- those gifts have ceased. They don't exist anymore because we have the Bible now. That's it. Perfect. Ta-da. Well, actually, the Bible is like the biggest thing. The, the Bible is the key thing. And I would never say, you know, never, ever deny that. The Bible is where we got, where we get our 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 doctrines from and all the spiritual gifts we have, including prophecy, whatever else, must not contradict or stray far away from it. So that's cool with me. I agree with that. But it doesn't mean that God isn't still speaking. It doesn't mean that the um, gifts that are mentioned in the Bible don't exist anymore. So if Paul in 1 Corinthians 14 says, I wish you all spoke in tongues, he doesn't just mean, I wish you all Corinthians could because I'm, excuse the language, buggering off soon and it's going to go. No, he actually means, I wish you all could because it's really, really, really good for you. So that's, and then also it can be confusing because there are various kinds of tongues, not necessarily just languages, but various uses for um speaking in tongues there's the edifying for the church which some people um have experienced where someone has a tongue and they feel led to pray in tongues out loud in the church which you don't normally do if you don't think someone's going to interpret and then somebody else kind of gets a sense of what the lord is saying through the the, that tongue that is totally biblical and it's totally happening in church i've seen it but there's also the 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 prayer tongues, the the tongue of um, your your own devotional prayer language. Um, I love it because a lot of people have compared it like a, to a code, like Morse code, or um, there was a code in the Second World War used by the Americans called Navajo or Navajo, whatever you pronounce it. Um, that was only spoken by like really really few people but it was a coded language that the um the enemy couldn't intercept and likewise i think the benefit of tongues is that the enemy cannot you know he doesn't know what you're praying so he can't he can't intercept it he just can't and i think that's what drew me to it really because i'm like hmm yeah, I like the idea of praying and the enemy, like, I don't know what she's saying, so you can't do anything to thwart it, darn it. <laughs> um, so that's the, the one I want to kind of focus on. And what, what the Bible says is he who prophesies, or I guess speaks in tongue and gets the interpretation, they edify the church. But it doesn't say who, he who speaks in a tongue just speaks gibberish and doesn't make any sense. No, he does say, if you speak in a tongue, you edify yourself, you edify, you edify your spirit. And I love that. Um, there are so many teachings around what it does. I don't want to, I don't want to say what it, I don't want to say all it does, but I can only tell you what it's done in my life. But first of all, I want to just tell you that, okay, first of all, you are not you're, you are a Christian, even if you don't speak in tongues. If you acknowledge Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, 
it doesn't matter, you still got the Holy Spirit in you, you don't need to pray in tongues. It's a tool that is a real blessing to have, but just because you don't have the tool doesn't mean that you don't belong to the kingdom of God, okay? So the churches who think, yeah, actually, you don't speak in tongues, you don't belong here. That is, I think that's actually heresy, that's quite dangerous, because it doesn't say that in the Bible, it doesn't say he who speaks in tongues is saved or whatever, it just says confess God with your mouth, believe in your heart, done, dust it, thank you very much. So that's that, You not everybody has it, I believe everybody could have the gift of devotional tongues, but if you choose not to, because some people just find it weird, because they want to know what they're praying, absolutely fine. But those who like the idea of a little code that the enemy can't intercept, and those who, like me, sometimes don't know what to pray because the language that they know fails them, I just wanted to share with you that it is really a good tool. I'm going to also nick my husband's testimony about it because it's a good one. But I want to share with you my kind of timeline on how I first came to know about this gift um, and like my very up and down relationship with it until recently. So when I was, I think, 20, I was praying in my room with my friend Andrea, who at that point we were still living, I still, still live in Germany. And I was praying and every time I was praying, I could, could hear her whisper or like pray really quietly or talk really quietly, and I was like, how rude, what is she saying while I'm praying? What? That's rude. So I asked her, what are you saying while I was praying? She goes, oh, I'm just praying in tongues. Now, at that point, bear in mind, I had been brought up very, very Catholic, so I didn't really believe in it. I didn't really think, I, I learned a lot that year. I learned about healing, I learned about tongues, and I was like, I thought that doesn't exist anymore. She says, yes, it does. So I'm like, now I'm intrigued. And she's telling me a little bit about it. And my pastor was telling me about it. And I kept trying to imitate it, but it didn't really do much for me. And then I think it was literally half a year later, I was prayed for. And I it just tumbled out. That the You know, the gift of tongues just tumbled out of me. And... I've seen it work ever since. I've seen peace in situations where there was arguments uh, just by me praying in tongues. And and recently, um, just quite a few experiences where I was at peace when I prayed in tongues because I didn't know what, I, what to pray. Uh, but when I prayed in tongues, it just happened. It just, peace just came and I... It wasn't like, ah, problem solved. But it was more of an assurance, like, assurance like ah, it's going to be okay. God's going to make a way. Um, but despite me getting the gift at 20 years old, bear in mind I'm 32 now. Yes, I'm not ashamed to say that. <laughs> People say you're younger than my age. Anyway, um, I found out about it when I was 20, but when I came, when I... I kind of did it a lot in Bible school. So you'd think, oh yeah, whatever, you're, you're, you're cool, you're fine. But my logical mind didn't want to give up that easily. And when I moved to England, I had times when I was religiously, and I think it was religiously, praying in tongues for an hour a day. Then I got bored of it and then I started doubting. 
what it can do for me and kind of like you know what I don't need that gift I've got you know I can I, I've got logic I don't need it you know I can just pray and I don't need to spend my time doing this so I, I stepped away again then I got the desire to do it again so I did I did it too much I did it like religiously and I stepped away again because I was tired of it and it was up and down up and down until recently okay so I've read quite a few books which are awesome books and I will always recommend these books and if you want me to I can I can type the um, comment I can type, type in the comments but they always say try to pray 15 30 minutes to an hour a day now I actually find that it doesn't work to time myself but if I just get if I just flow with how I feel you know how much time I've got and like you know what God is doing in me and I'm not straining to do a certain time and make it a, 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 a like a, a chore but rather kind of think you know what I'm, I'm going to connect with God and no matter how long it takes I'm going to do it that works for me but if people are like okay if I don't put it into my schedule 30 minutes of tongues then I will do it then go for it but you've got to find what works for you I've learned that the hard way so recently then and I don't even know where it started um I mentioned to you that I started becoming more still but I also thought hmm how can I enhance my devotion time now one thing that I've heard quite a lot of the time is that tongues actually sharpens the rest of the gifts of the spirit so if you're interested in like hearing um like like i guess prophecy if you're not used to all the words i'm so sorry guys if you're not christians then again if you're interested but um it's going over your head you know what i'm sorry it might be best if you speak to somebody who can explain it but prophecy is basically what you sense god is saying and it's meant to encourage, to comfort, and to um, strengthen. <coughs> Excuse me. So, if you want to have more prophecies, I got the best, not results, that sounds really like competition. I felt most led by the Holy Spirit um, when praying for people after I had some time praying in tongues. And it's the same with stillness. If I pray in the spirit first, that's another word for tongues, by the way, pray in the spirit. Um, I always hear a lot better. Um, when it comes to like imagining what it does, tongues, I always think of what Jesus says about rivers of living water literally pouring out of you. In fact, my Bible version that I love dearly, the Passion Translation, actually says torrents. I mean torrents, not bubbly, like nice rivers, but torrents of living water. So I'm like, right, I want that. So I kind of pray in the spirit and I feel like it's just overflowing out of me. Um, a couple of, I guess, testimonies then. So my husband, my, I love that testimony that he told me many, many times I heard it, where it was literally, I think it was before I even met him, um, he was still living at home. He had um, told someone something he shouldn't have and then found out afterwards that, that they asked him not to, not, not to say anything. 
by which time he already did. So he was really frightened and nervous and scared and praying all day in English, literally exhausting himself on his knees, praying for God to make the situation right. And then again, he was on his, um, his mum's, on his bed, on his back, and he started he's still, he's still praying, and suddenly, involuntarily, he saw, he felt his arms go up in the air, and he started praying in tongues. And the, you know, a massive amount of peace washed all over him. And he managed to fall asleep, sleep soundly, wake up in the very same position he fell asleep in. And nothing ever happened. None of the trouble that he envisioned that could have happened, ever happened. So, peace then. Um, I Last week we did something a bit dippy. We <laughs> stepped out of the door and left a key stuck in the lock on the inside of the house when leaving for church last weekend, last uh, Sunday. Obviously knowing we're not going to get in. We literally thought what to do now. And I was actually panicking and my flesh if you're a christian you know what that means my natural angry frustrated side came out and i swore and i shouldn't do that i know but it happens sometimes i'm still human but suddenly i just felt like no i'm just gonna pray i'm just gonna pray in tongues and i prayed in tongues on the bus and suddenly i literally felt god say when i say feel god say it's it's in my thoughts but it's like a deep knowing a clear thought that doesn't come from me it comes out of the the lower like the the core of my being it's best way to say it and i felt him say i will make a way and i believed it and literally peace filled me i was enjoying the church service i didn't during the worship i didn't keep thinking what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What's gonna happen? How are we gonna get in? I just kept believing um, and the supernatural kind of faith and peace knowing that it's gonna be okay. And it was okay. My father-in-law came, you know, got a piece of metal, pushed the key out, done, dusted. But the primary thing was I was at peace. And I think that's what really, what the tongues really does. It lifts your burdens, it conforms your will with God's will. It can give you that peace and it's it's just supernatural. I can't explain it, but it really, really works. So, um, and, and there were many other ones, many other testimonies like that. You can also sing in tongues and I love that. I love singing anyway, but like, oh, my heart flows with praise to God, but I don't know where to start. Praying tongues is what I do. Love it. So, I guess the question for many people is, how do you get the gift, if you really, if you want it? I got it by people praying for me, and just me sitting there and believing that I was going to receive it. You totally can do it without someone laying hands on you, though. You can just sit right now in your home going lord i really want the gift of tongues so if you're saved just you know all you can do is say say, holy spirit fill me again and i pray 
um, you know, baptize me in the Holy Spirit and give me the gift of tongues and just expect. It might not come straight away, but it'll happen. And just believe, but most importantly, open your mouth and speak because some people literally think, yeah, God's going to open my mouth and grab hold of my tongue and no, that's not how it works. It really doesn't, trust me, you know, I know it. But if you just open your mouth and start praying what you feel the Holy Spirit gives you. And like, again, I'm sharing this on Facebook and I've got a lot of friends who are not even Christians, let alone believe in all that. I only share what I've experienced and especially what I've experienced recently. I have experienced me waking up grumpy like I mentioned to you on Friday and I I always find tongues is one weapon that you can use if you if you wake up in a half and you're like I don't want this day to continue to go how it started God help me what do I pray but you don't even know what got you in the half in the first place and what it, what it is and how you can pray. So I prayed in tongues, I quietly sang in tongues on the bus. And I had an awesome day. So I'm just telling you what works for me. Um, I Some people have mantras that work for them. No, actually, for me, they're just, they're, they're, they're good words. But I find, you know, with the gift of tongues, I... It, it works for me. And again, if you're not a Christian, you can't just try it without knowing the giver. We spoke about it this morning in church. Um, our pastor was saying we have to remember God is the most outrageous giver. I agree. And everything he gives is good. So like a lot of people, or not a lot of people, some people in church, in the church go like, oh, a lot of the tongues these days are demonic or fake. Listen, if you ask God, your father, for a piece of bread, he's not gonna chuck a stone at you. If you ask God for tongue, the gift of tongues, he's not gonna chuck some weird, demonic, new age, dodgy stuff at you. He'll give you his best. He's your father. And I think that's really key to remember. And I think, I think a lot of people doubt God, which is really the root of some of the weird teaching I had. And you know what, again, I haven't got it figured out, all of it. I'm still so learning. I really am. But also, I think praying in tongues after reading the Bible, for example, it helps me. It, it, I don't know, but it just... Pondering the scripture I just read while, re, whilst, while praying in tongues, it helps. It's almost like... <laughs> Like the seed is at the surface of my heart and tongues just gently kind of pats it down into the earth so it's kind of in the earth hidden so that it can't be taken away. And then the water of the spirit comes and just just starts watering it. That's how I picture it and that's how I like it, how I like to, you know, imagine it. So again, I'm not, you know, I'm not making no, no apologies. It works for me. 
everyone's different at the end of the day, but if I keep coming back to the gift after giving it up, something is definitely working. Um, so if you are a believer and you already have the gift, I just suggest give it more, you know, give it more time. When you don't know what to pray, or when you're just worried about something, or, you know, anything. Like, sometimes I just get this, oh, feeling in me, and I don't even know why, but it helps us to pray in the Spirit, and it, it normally, if you trust God as well, it's not a magic thing, obviously, but you've got to still trust God, but normally it lifts, because you're praying in the will of God. That's the other thing I have forgotten to say. Uh-uh. Praying in tongues, you always pray the perfect will of God. You don't, when you when you pray in your own language, like English, you pray, you know, some of it is your will. But when you pray in tongues, you always pray God's will. Because you haven't got a clue what you're praying, Holy Spirit is praying through you. That's what Romans says, that, you know, we don't always know what to pray, but Holy Spirit prays through us with groanings that are too deep for words. And so if you just, you know, you don't know what you're praying, so you can't really control what you're praying, which is a good thing, because then the Holy Spirit can pray his perfect will, God's, God's will, perfectly through you. And that's another very good thing because I think we have to remember our plans may look good to us, but actually God's plans are like that much better. And he wants everything to work together for our good. And I think if we pray in the spirit, that's what happens. Hope all this makes sense. It's been a long one again, as per usual. Please let me know. Um, if it's helped you in any way, interestingly, a lot of our church people have come up to us, to me and mentioned the podcast and I'm feeling quite touched, but if you like it, feel free to share it. I don't want the glory for it. I just share what I feel God's putting on my heart and, you know, if people don't like it, you know what, that's fine. There's a lot of stuff that, you know, I might not like that is, you know, that, I might have listened to in the past because my friends have shared it. Doesn't mean that I'm no longer friends with them. On the contrary, we still, I'm still very fond of the people. So feel free to feedback if what I've said made sense. Um, and if you have any questions, I could do a question answer one day, but I haven't had any comments yet, so I can't do that yet. Sad times. <laughs> but any questions, anytime, ask me. And I will speak to you soon.